here we are, the Wills of Grace, and welcome to episode 29. Well, today it's only going to be the two coolest podcasters. It's me and Nora today. Yeah, no we, Ashley. We kicked her out today. We said, you know what? We don't need you. We got this. I know. She was sort of cramping <laughs> her style, you know? She's always wanted to talk about these minimalist people and okay, how we need stop. to throw She's stuff cut away. All of this stuff out. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this week, we got the opportunity to do a little bit of traveling. We went to my nephew's wedding, and so we don't really venture out into Colorado Springs very often. One, because Nora tends to still have a little anxiety over traveling that way, but we did, and we had a great time. We got to watch him and his wife um, say their vows, and um, yeah. Our nephew, you know, so it was good to, yeah, get out there and visit see him do his exciting celebrating you know as a family and it was good it was, was good, good yeah. you know small wedding see, you know it was small we got to see some um old high school friends and that was kind of neat too some people that sort of hadn't seen in probably 20 plus years which we didn't realize until you start doing the the math is yeah. like oh my goodness it and really how fast is. time goes by huh? really yeah no so it was good though overall it was a really good deal you know it was good to be able to be part of that um it was a fast trip we went up spent the night got a hotel and then pretty much turned around and came, came back, back home, home yeah. um and then you know it's weekends usually it'd be nice you know somewhere in there we got to get somebody to start lobbying or make a change that you know weekends go longer than two days i think we need to start saying either a friday or a monday needs to become part of the weekend some of us have that schedule but it still isn't enough i just need to say that that's all <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we should work like two days a week and well those are hard time. trips those are hard trips to make sometimes because when you're cramming that in and then heading you know our our home in yuma is three and a half hour drive three-hour drive all right Nora's shaking her head I think it's between three and three-hour drive to Colorado Springs and um, so that's one way between a three and a three-hour drive did you notice you said that <laughs> I didn't notice anything I, I just have to give him crap because he said that um <laughs> so three and a half hours one way is it's not too bad it's usually when you turn around and head back you know after um you know, going out and celebrating, having a good time and all of that. It makes for a long weekend. So I, I guess where I'm going is I, I wish I would have had Monday off. I would have been able to relax and recoup a little bit. But it is what it is. You come back and you hit the grind again, huh? You do. But it was it was just great to get away and, and watch my brother. This was my brother's son. So watch my brother just beam over his um, baby boy or one of his baby boys anyway. So that, that was really nice. So now we're here we are and it's, um, get through our week and Sergio and I are going to share a little bit more of our story. The last time we left off was when, um, Sergio had made the decision and the decision that has probably haunted him for a long time of leaving the group home that he was sentenced to just do some, I don't know, rehabilitation and to start his life over, and he had made the decision to, to leave. Now, let me tell you guys what's going on here. It wasn't, I was in a group home. Um, I was finishing up a sentence that they had given me, um, and it was a lesser 
um, I guess, what do you say? A group home isn't like lock up or anything. So I had the, the, the freedom to be able to go to school and, you know, do a lot of normal things that normal people do. I just couldn't be at home and, um, pretty much had to be told when I go to bed and when to get up, when to eat and stuff like that. But it wasn't really as bad as, you know, being in lockup. So made a bad decision. I decided that I was done with it and I was going to take off. And, you know, that was tough because I was actually doing pretty good in that place. You know, I, I was starting to see that possibly I could start changing a lot of the bad habits that I was doing by, you know, going to school. I had gotten into, um, I was taking some college courses. I was thinking about doing some criminal justice stuff. <laughs> Go figure, you know. Maybe I'd become a probation officer or something like mm-hmm. that. But that was the idea. I figured, hey, what the heck? You know, I've lived it a little bit. I've gone through it. You know, I might be able to offer, you know, a couple of guys a little bit of a direction or something and help keep them in line, you know, and always be able to use the past that I had already lived up to that point. And, um, saying, hey, I understand where you're coming from sometimes and, you know, some of the things you go through. But it didn't work out that way. You know, I I had made a decision. It was an impulsive decision, and I left the place. You know, I I left it for all the wrong reasons. I had friends and um, influences around me, you know, pulling one one side of me saying, hey, come on, come on, you can, you come back to Colorado Springs. All of this cool stuff is happening out here. And um, I bought into it for some reason. And I think I bought into it. Um, because Nora was actually gone, you know, mm-hmm. she was in Puerto Rico and, um, she, to that point had pretty much been the one thing that had helped keep me in and keep me in line, you know? So if I was feeling like I was going to fall off the edge or thing was get things were getting a little bit too tight or too hard, um, for me to handle, you know, all it would take was me getting a letter or a phone call, um, from Nora and, um, it, it would, you know, give me the strength that I would need to keep moving forward. So she was in Puerto Rico, you know, she was on vacation with her dad and, you know, I know she was missing me. I know all of that was going on, but I, my guard was down, you know, and so, you know, long story short, to communicate during that time either. It's not like things are now with cell phones and being able to, to communicate. I mean, there was absolutely no communication while I was gone. Mm-hmm. You know, and it wasn't like we were on bad terms or anything like no, that. No, you know, we were actually on pretty decent terms, you know, mm-hmm. and it was, it just is that sometimes, you know, in my, I don't say my world, but in the world I was living at that time, the influences that um, had influences on me were stronger than I still, I really believed they were, mm-hmm. you know, they were still able to, you know, get me to do things that I didn't want to or you know, I didn't have all the control that I thought I had it. So the influences did. And that's, that was, that's scary. Now, when I think about it, how easily I was influenced to put me into a bad situation or to get me to react, you know, and a lot of times the reactions that I was wanting or that I was looking for is just to be able to let people know that, um, I was down, you know, I was part of the group. I wanted to be recognized as, you know, a person that was, that was part of that, you know, that could be depended on. And, um, it came at a cost. You know, and even when things were starting to go good and I knew that, hey, I was I was on the short time leash right now from that place and I would have been released, you know, within not, months. Yeah, I wouldn't have been there a lot longer, you know, and mm-hmm. I made a decision that, you know, put everything back in jeopardy again. So basically you got a weekend pass 
while I was gone Yeah. and decided that instead of reporting back at the time when you were supposed to, you know, usually it was what, like a Friday evening and you would report back on a Sunday afternoon or something, you decided that you weren't going to report back. Well, no, 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 no. That's not how that one happened. Actually, how it happened was I was working and I... I had broken one of the rules. One of them was that I had done something that um, had put in jeopardy for me to get a pass. And I was working at the school. I was going to school. I think I had two jobs. You know, so I was pretty tired. And, you know, I was trying to keep as busy as I could when I was there. And I can remember coming home or to the plant or to the plant, (laughs) to the facility. And um, I don't know. I, I, I really felt that. One of the um, people that were there, the staff, he just he just wanted to push my buttons that night. You know, that's where I was at. It was mm-hmm. instead of being a little bit understanding and saying, hey, let me go get cleaned up. Let me go take a shower. It was, you know, or no, it was early in the morning. You know, I had come home from a long day's worth of work and school and all that. I had went, went to bed. It was probably about 11, 12 o'clock because I was, I was shutting out one of the restaurants that I had worked at. Mm-hmm. And... Um, First thing in the morning, I was supposed to help set up for breakfast. That's oh, what it was. Oh, I see. And um, so I had you had to get up pretty early to do that. And um, you know, I didn't want to get up. You know, it was it. it I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. And you know, I'm going to take a shower first. And then as soon as I take a shower, I'll go down and I'll do what I need to get done. Mm-hmm. Well, so that I didn't expect was going to result in me not being able to get a pass because you had to put in a request for your pass. Oh. And that day was the day that they approved them, you know, and I, mm-hmm. I, I had no clue that they were going to do that. And it was because of that staff member, you know, so he was, he was being somewhat of a butt, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I found out that I wasn't going to get it, I was like, fine, all right, that's your guys' call, you know, and I, I, I was wanting to go to Colorado Springs. I had a lot of things. I, I was actually going to go hang out with my friends because you weren't there. Mm-hmm. But um, what ended up happening is that they somehow got a hold of me. I don't know if I had called out there or somehow I had gotten in contact with them. And they were like, Sergio, you know, mm-hmm. screw it. Just go. go. Mm-hmm. We'll go pick you up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no. And I'm like, well, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, mm-hmm. what the heck. You know, I'm tired of this stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, and and one thing led to another and I talked myself into it. So, you know, I think it was maybe a Thursday night or a Friday night. Um, I, everybody had gone to bed and, um, I was sleeping in a, it was a two story house and I had, my bedroom was on the second floor and, um, my bed was right butt up against the window. And, um, I just opened up the screen, you know, packed my bag and my guys came and picked me up down the block and went back home. You know, went to Colorado Springs. I actually didn't go home. I went and stayed with them. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, I could say we had a good time. I went out, had fun, you know, did what we did, drank a lot of alcohol, had, you know, it was, it was fun, you know. But that came at a very high price. You know, the cost of me doing what I did meant that I couldn't go back. And now everything was back in jeopardy. Everything that I had done to that point was now about to get erased. I knew that if I got caught, especially if I picked up another charge because of something, anything, that, I mean, I would really be put away for a while, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, they had already threatened that possibly I could be charged as an adult for anything now. And, I mean, they were just sort of tired of messing around with me. Yeah, mm-hmm. so 
Um, luckily, I didn't pick up any charges, you know. Um, lo and behold, you know, I I had no clue that one of the the guy that ran the facility, um, he was this old Cuban guy, short old Cuban guy, and um, I, I I had no clue that you know he really liked me. You know, I mean, we, I always was very respectful to him and, you know, we always would talk and all, but, um, he went out of his way to try to get me back. Well, he, I know that he did. Cause I remember that when I got home and found out everything that was going on, mm-hmm. there was actually, um, some voice messages on my machine that my mom had saved while I was gone. And it was him, um, asking for me, um, because they were wondering if I knew where you were. Yeah, that he was and looking he for had me. Our, he had my, my family's phone number yeah. as well. Well, mm-hmm. I think I had to give all of that because there were times I was I was supposed to be at your mm-hmm. house and I could call from your house from, just yeah, to make yeah, sure I was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, no, his name was Resendo. Mm-hmm. And um, he, he ended up getting a hold of my mom and telling my mom, you know, if you can get him to turn himself in, um, I will pick him up from, you know, Zeb Pike. That's where they would have taken me. And I wouldn't get more charges, and I would be able to pick up from where I started off. Almost like saying, if he just turns himself in, we can start this all over again, and it won't cost him that much. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't believe it at the beginning. And then there was also this this part of me that was like, it felt freedom, and it felt, you know, I didn't have to follow all these rules like I had been following for a while. and. I was like, really, do I want to go back to that? You know, and I, yeah. and I know deep down I had to, you know, I knew that I was on the verge of possibly really screwing up pretty bad where they were going to really lock me up for a while. And, um, so it freaked me out a little bit too, you know, and just like, man, you know, going out and having a good night's, you know, party and all of that wasn't really worth what I was doing and what I had put on the line, not, not considering how I had hurt you, you know, how I had hurt my, broke my mom's heart and, you know, and. She was starting to figure out maybe he can turn the corner here. And, you know, I, mm-hmm. I did the Sergio thing again and disappointed, you know. And I, um, so, I mean, I can't really tell you what actually made me decide to say, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. Well, I remember during that time, you tried to call a couple times. And, I mean, of course, the conversations were not good conversations, because I was so hurt and disappointed in you that I, I just remember you were trying to reach out and you, but of course I was so angry and disappointed at the time that I didn't really want to hear anything you had to say. And so the conversations were short, but you would keep calling and I'm like, stop calling me. Like wherever you are, you just need to figure it out. And I know that your mother would call and say, have you heard from him? Or she would occasionally say, well, yeah, I got to talk to him. And I think at one point, you must have really called home and had a decent conversation with your mom because you were probably trying, probably, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, but feeling guilty and you knew your mom was desperate to find you. Yeah, she was really, she also knew because, you know, she was always the one that was supposed to, you know, go to the court and all of that. She She lived all of that with you. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. she knew really what I was, was I was looking for, looking forward to, if I didn't get this fixed, you know, sure. she, she was, well she was probably, aware. oh yeah, she was probably a little freaked out about it. And, um, so she really did try hard to get me to, you know, to find me and to get me to change my mind because, you know, Rosendo did tell her, he pretty much said, you know, 
um, get him to come back and I'll give him another shot. I just bring him right back. He doesn't have to wait. I didn't, you know, I'll make all of that happen for him. I'll make it right for him. He just has to turn himself in. I can't do anything if he doesn't. And for me in the mind frame that I was in and that I had always believed is like, I can't trust that guy. I go, no, you know, I, I, that always was in the back of my head. And I go, you, you, you think I'm really going to turn myself in? Are you crazy? (laughs) And then you're going to lock me up. And I go, do I look dumb? You know, do I have stupid on my forehead or something? You had a lot of trust issues though back then too. You didn't trust anybody really. That's right. I really didn't. Mm -hmm. And for, well, and somehow, you know, the, the, the message got through, you know, and I was like, all right, you know, I, I, to be honest with you, I think part of what helped me see that I needed to make a change was that, you know, I wasn't at home. I wasn't sleeping in my own bed. I was with my buddies and my friends and all of that. But every time I woke up and I looked around at my surroundings, it was always, it never felt like home. It never felt like, um, this was something that I could sustain for a while or that I could call it mine. Mm-hmm. It just seemed like I was a, a foreigner in a foreign place that was just like borrowing a, a corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I was just drifting. Drifter. And, you know, this was my little corner right here. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, I was pretty, I guess, you know, this is what was sort of cool. Now, when I think about it, I mean, I was pretty dang good at surviving, you know, I, I never went hungry. I mean, I was good at all of that. Cause it's not like I begged or anything. I didn't do that. But I mean, I hustled, I hustled and I, I made sure that, you know, I, I, my hygiene was good that, you know, I was yeah, wearing nice you clothes and all. Yourself, yeah, yeah. You know, and I, 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 I figured out a way, you know, to make that kind of stuff happen. But what I didn't feel was that this was something that I could keep up for a while, not without getting in trouble. And that in a weird way, I think I was missing you I was missing being around my family. You know, I, I, I. I was getting really tired of looking over my shoulder all the time. Sure. You know, I, 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 I was always time. running, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I, I think I was getting to that point where I was just tired, you know, I'm just like, you know, I'm just tired of running. Um, I'm tired of living, you know, that, Hey, you got to be this kind of crazy guy. And this is the kind of life you got to mm-hmm. live because I had started to get a little taste of what it could become. And I think that was, that seed had been planted and it was, it was starting to show me, you know, it was, I was, I was starting to see that. What if, mm-hmm. what if I did turn myself in and what if I did, mm-hmm. you know, try to get things back together mm-hmm. that, um, could I do it? Well, I know with you sharing parts of your story with me, as you would say, like I would get so engrossed in the partying and the, Hey, let's have fun. But after two and three days of that, then you would be like, wow, like I, I'm like, I'm done. I don't want to continue this. Like, yeah. I, I, you know, I have a good home and I have a good family and, and what am I thinking? Yeah, it was fun while it lasted, but I can't party for just every day of my life. And that eventually like reality would hit you and some remorse and some regret thinking, oh my goodness. And when was the last time I called my mom? No, no, that's right. You see, there were, there were times when I would go out and I would party and, you know, you would go start partying, you know, and the sun's barely going down. And then, you know, the sun's coming up the next day and you're still partying. And then that light from the sun, as the sun comes up in the morning, you know, Mm -hmm. if it finds a little crack in the curtain Mm -hmm. and it breaks the darkness off that, like if you're in a hotel room or something Mm -hmm. and you're hanging out and you're partying and all that, that if it hits you, it's almost like one of those scenes where 
you know, there's a vampire and he's getting hit with the light and you feel like you're dying. You're like, ah, what's going on? You know, and what I, have I done? And, and when that would happen to me, I'm sitting in here and I, 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 or I'd be sitting there and I'd be looking at that going, what in the world am I doing yeah. at five, six o'clock in the morning when everybody else normally is either waking up getting or getting work. ready to go to work yeah. or to school. And I mean, I'm still over here, you know, just doing some crazy stuff, you <laughs> yeah. know, and, I mean, so those were times where, I mean, it sort of scared me, you know, yeah. because it scared me a lot because I liked it. Mm-hmm. You know, that was one of the things that it, it would be too easy to just get so engulfed in it's that, that you can't it. find your way back out of it. And mm-hmm. I think that's what really hit me, you know, it was that, then it was the possibility that maybe I could get it all back together and not have so much consequence. So, so what made you, what made you feel that you can trust this guy that he was genuinely not going to just feed the only the the only thing that i had to go off was just faith and i i actually Mm -hmm. thought about it enough if this guy was calling my mom and trying to get a hold of you Mm -hmm. and really was actively trying to to seek me out to find me because Mm -hmm. i really didn't have people trying to find me from facilities prior to that to find find you correct Mm -hmm. he didn't have to go looking for me that i was like what maybe that maybe he is telling me something and Mm -hmm. i decided to turn myself in called my mom and they said i'm ready come get me come get me and she drove you back well she picked me up took me home fed me <laughs> hit me over the head a couple of times and called me a pendejo and all of that and said <laughs> pendejo you dummy you know but then you know in her weird in her weird mexican way thunking me on the head was more like also telling me and i love you be careful and all of that there let's you know so let's get this taken care of you can do this kind of a deal so mm-hmm. um yeah, I called her. She took me. She drove me to um, um, Zebulon Pike. And from there, the cops were waiting for me. They arrested me, and they enrolled me back in there. And I think I was only in Zeb Pike for less than a week, maybe three days at the most, I think. You know, less than a week for sure. And um, Resendo came from Pueblo, um, came, and he talked to me. And he goes, are you ready to go ahead and finish, finish what you it. started? And I was like, yeah, I'm so ready. And he goes, all right, I'm going to, I left with him. He, that day and then he came, I actually got to leave with him. I got all my stuff and mm-hmm. he took me back, wow. you know, and, and I so got to go back. Right back. Yeah, I went right back. And mm-hmm. um, actually this time he took me to a different facility. The facility wasn't in the same house. They had started a new program. They were in the process of doing that while I was there. Oh. And it was like for escalated people that were about to be released but that were being released not like to a home but were being shown things like how to live on their own and stuff like that so kind of like emancipation pretty like much emancipate yeah you. Mm-hmm. yeah so he's like ah, that might be better for you and i go all right he goes instead of being in that group like, yeah it mm-hmm. gave me a whole lot more freedom I and i didn't have to do that, that mm-hmm. you know um every day hey having six guys tell me what to do he he, he was pretty cool about it. He goes, I know that kind of stuff wears on you, and I know sometimes I get a little power happy and all that. And I go, hey. I, so that I, was neat that he was able to feel kind of what your needs were and what your oh yeah. struggle was and that oh yeah. he knew you wanted to be a little more independent. Yep. And that was kind of and – so, and so the other side of it is obviously Serto and I started talking again. Mm-hmm. We had some repairing to do. Um, so along those lines, after I knew that he had um, – turned himself in then we kind of started to repair what was broken at you know because of course we struggled through that time 
and I didn't know if I could ever trust you again. And so slowly we started. Don't lie, you love me. I was your lobster. <laughs> you know, just so, like I can't so, stay so away the from truth him. This is obviously I loved you, but we, you know, then we started to write and call and try to regroup our relationship. Um, I remember there was a point in time where you didn't get weekend passes very quickly. You still had to kind of work up to that again, no, which yeah, I think I had was to start. good for both of us again. Yeah. yeah, so I had to start all of that all, all over, over again. All over again. You know, so mm-hmm. I, didn't, trust. I didn't get any more time added on, so mm-hmm. I was able to finish up my sentence. Mm-hmm. Um, I was able to, you know, get back into school and all of that, and mm-hmm. you know, which was good. I mean, that's rare. That wasn't how it was supposed to I got to tell you that I really thought I was going to get locked up for a while. I, mm-hmm. I knew it. That's why I was like, no, I no way I'm turning myself in because when I get locked, when I get caught, I'm going away for a while, you know? So I, mm-hmm. I'm not doing that, you know? And, um, mm-hmm. uh, here I am, you know, intentionally walking through that door, giving all of the faith into that guy to live up to what he said he was going to do. And he did, and he did. you know, yeah. so I, I finished up, went back, you know, and I had to start like, as if I were starting all over again there with all of my you know, um, what you can get privileges, I guess. Sure, building you up know? your privileges So, yeah, again. it took me a while before I got to but come back home. they didn't add time on. Yeah, but so they that, didn't have time, and I got to. that's what was most important. So, I mean, that that ended up turning out to be a really good deal there, you know. It it, it wasn't bad. Wow, i got to get my phone turned off here. I, I, when I'm doing these things, <laughs> why is my phone being turned on? <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, that turned out really good. You know, I... I I guess this is a good example as you don't really know what the outcome can always be. Mm-hmm. You know, when I made that choice, I figured the outcome for my decision was going to be a very that negative one. one. Yeah. You know, and it really didn't turn out that way. You know, if anything, it really made me focus a little bit more on what I had to get done so that I could regroup, realign what my goals were at, and then he put me back on track. Yeah. So I don't know if he would ever listen to this, but... Thank you for yeah. giving that, <laughs> Sergio that I chance. do wonder someday. I need to go back some of the, one of these Try days and just go see if I can find all these people that were instrumental in my life. Yeah, yeah. it is. It's, so. it's definitely. But, so we're going to leave off on that note. And, of course, we'll, we'll share more as um, Sergio continues to work his way out of. Well, maybe um, next time we won't share about Sergio and we'll share with everybody else. You know, we'll get Nora to share a little bit about her stuff and all of that. Yeah, well, I'll share. With, I'll share um, my. Um, I don't even know my heartache, all the all the trauma that Sergio put me through through those months. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> no. She knew I was her knight in shining armor. Yes, I, I well, did. I didn't know that quite yet, but yes, you are now my knight in shining armor. But. Um, so anyways, we're going to leave you guys here and always remember to keep rolling on and thank you so much for listening. Have a good night.